Welcome to another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and thank you all for joining me. And I want to uh, give a thank you for my to my guest last week, Estelle Gallo, a physical therapist from NYU uh, Rusk Institute here in uh, New York City. And we uh, she was the second part of sort of a two-part series on Parkinson's disease, and she was wonderful, and I look forward to having her back uh, probably later on this summer. We may do another two-part series on, on multiple sclerosis or MS, uh, so I will be sure to let you know when that is coming up. And uh, so now we're into the month of May, and in honor of the month of May, all of my shows this month are focusing on motherhood and mommies and mommy issues and things like that. So uh, I'll just this week I have on today's show I have registered dietitian uh, dietitian Hillary Irwin. On next week's show I have coming back to the show physical therapist Ting Ting Kuo, and we're going to be talking about. Uh, physical problems that uh, mommies might have pre and postnatal. And then the third week of this month, I'm going to have Lori Fields, the clinical social worker who's been on the show a couple of times. And we're going to be talking about making that transition from one child to, to multiple children and how that affects not just your children, but how that affects you as a mother. So Stay tuned this whole month because it's going to be a lot of information for for new mommies, existing mommies, mommies of multiple children. So like I said, this week I'm very happy to have on the show uh, Hillary Irwin. Hillary has years of experience in teaching clients to make nutrition and health a regular part of their lifestyle. She is the owner of Simply Beautiful Mom, a private practice that specializes in customized nutrition plans for busy moms, dads, kids, and families. And in addition to her private client practice, she has served as the in-house dietitian at the Reebok Sports Club New York, of course, because we always joke here that the majority of the people I've had on the show, I've actually met through Reebok. Uh, Inform Fitness and Exhale Mind Body Spa and is the nutrition expert for stroller traffic. She is a regular contributor to several popular magazines and websites and lectures on healthy eating behaviors throughout the tri-state area. She is a registered dietitian with a BS in nutritional sciences from Cornell University and a master's degree in applied anatomy and physiology from Boston University. And I should also say that Hillary is also a mother of two. So Hillary, welcome to the show. Hi, Karen. Thanks for having me. So I've known Hillary for like 12 years now, maybe? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> For 12 years. And Hillary, we always joke because I always say, like, literally the majority of people who have been on the show in some form or another have been part of a connection from Reebok. Um, Very funny. And actually, Hillary is no stranger to TalkingAlternative.com because she was a guest on Josh Margolish's show maybe like a year ago. Yes, I think it was about a year. About a year a ago. Fun. Yes. So she's she is no stranger to the radio. Um, so I guess the first thing, Hillary, is, you know, I feel like nowadays, you know, every trainer is a nutritionist and everybody has something to say on nutrition. So what is the difference between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist? All right, it's a good question, and I feel like I answer this one quite often. Yes. A dietitian is someone who has at least a four-year bachelor's degree in nutrition and dietetics, or even possibly a graduate degree in nutrition. 
and has also completed an internship in a hospital and has also passed a national registration exam with the American Dietetic Association. Mm -hmm. And then in order to maintain that title of registered dietitian, you do need to do continuing education credit, um, so that's 75 credits every five years. So you're always keeping up on the latest, um, really a scientific, you know, base of nutrition information. Sure. Um, and a lot of dietitians are also holistic dietitians. I think a lot of people sometimes think you hear the word dietitian and it sounds a little too clinical, mm-hmm. but it just means that you have that nutrition education background. The title nutritionist can really mean a lot of things. Sometimes people refer to me as a nutritionist just because it sounds a bit more familiar than the word dietitian. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes someone who has a master's degree in nutrition might be a nutritionist. But you could also call yourself a nutritionist just because you have a personal interest in nutrition. So it really can be used by someone who doesn't have any nutrition education at all. So I always warn people that it's just important to find out who your nutrition information is coming from. Sure, sure. So, you know, you want to know that they did go to school, that they, you know, don't just like food. So they're going to tell you what Uh to eat, but you're really getting information from someone who knows what they're talking about. Right, and someone who has who knows the science behind it, not just, you know, I don't think that you shouldn't eat any carbs because I read a couple of weeks ago online that it's bad. Exactly, exactly. You know, and there I've, are a lot of crazy fads out there, Yes, and you shouldn't and really can't follow all of them. Mm-hmm. So you do want to make sure that you're getting some good, you know, scientifically-based information. Right, absolutely. And 75, that's a lot of credit, 75 in five years. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's always new things that you learn. You know, lots of new studies always going on. Right. So, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's also you know, important and a lot of fun. Right. And, you know, like I said, for the month of May, we're focusing all uh, all about mommies and, and how to, I guess, for, specifically for this show is what to eat, what not to eat. We're going to go into the myths about what to eat and what not to eat when you're pregnant and after pregnancy. But, you know, I wanted to kind of point out that you are a mom of two, so that not only do you have the science behind it, but you also have sort of the practical knowledge behind what to do and what not to do uh, when you're pregnant. And It is helpful because often things sound really good on paper, and then when you go to put them into practice, you realize what can really work for people and what might not work. Right. And like you said, you know, I'm sure there are things that you read and when you were pregnant, you were like, I'm absolutely going to follow this. And then all of a sudden you became pregnant and you were like, what? Like there <laughs> exactly. is no way I can do X, Y, and Z. And when we'll kind of get into that um, in the next segment and, and with the, the bulk of the show. But I also wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about your private practice, which is Simply Beautiful Mom, and where people can find more information about that. Because a lot of times what happens is at the end of the show, we always kind of rush through the where can people get in touch with you. So we'll say it now in the beginning and also at the end. So let's talk a little bit more about Simply Beautiful Mom. What, where did it come from? Why? And how can people find out more about it? Okay, well, Simply Beautiful Mom really started once we moved from the city into the suburbs, and I realized that most of the people I would be working with would be moms and families and kids. And then becoming a mom myself, I realized how difficult it can often be to, you know, navigate all the different food choices, especially when you have young children. Um, And when you're pregnant, how people really get so focused on their nutrition because you're so concerned about the growing baby. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're really doing everything possible, you know, to give your children the best from the very start. So 
I started Simply Beautiful Mom, where I really dedicate most of my programs to helping moms, dads, children, families, just making better food choices Mm -hmm. and showing them that eating well does not have to be difficult doesn't always have to be a fight with the family mm-hmm. and we find you know, fun interesting delicious ways to make healthy food even better and you can find me i do have a website it's simplybeautifulmom.com and i'm also on facebook the facebook page is simply beautiful mom and if you ever have any questions you can always post them on the facebook wall or shoot me an email and i do nutrition consulting in person in new jersey but i also have a lot of clients that i work with over the internet and over the phone Right. So, so if you don't live in New Jersey, you can still work with Simply Beautiful Mom and still get, you know, great healthy nutrition programs for you and your family. Great. And Hillary, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to get into all of the uh, do's and don'ts for nutrition uh, during pregnancy and after. So everyone stay tuned. <laughs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Hi, this is psychic medium Betsy Cohen, host of the show, The Power of Intuition. Join me at TalkingAlternative.com, Mondays at 11 a.m. Call in for a free psychic reading. Learn how to tune into your intuition to feel better and to create your optimum life. I'm here to guide you and to assist you in creating the life that you deserve. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart here on TalkingAlternative.com. And today I'm joined by Hillary Irwin, registered dietitian and founder of Simply Beautiful Mom. And if anyone has questions for either myself or for Hillary, please call in at 877-480-4120, completely toll-free. Um, so, Hillary, let's just kind of jump right into it here. So, like I said, this whole month is uh, on mommies and, and things like mommy-related things. So, um, so happy that you are on to talk about nutrition and what women need prenatally, postnatally. So, let's start with um, what are the main nutritional considerations you should take when you find out you're pregnant and why? Okay, good question. So we could even take one step back and Uh say anyone who's thinking of becoming pregnant should really start thinking about their nutrition needs now. Okay. And changing the way that you eat even before you become pregnant is so important. Making sure you're taking in a healthy, well-balanced diet um, will set the stage then for a great, healthy pregnancy. And I think... You know, well-balanced diet, getting regular exercise should be a part of everyone's life in general, but even more important once you decide that you want to become pregnant. Because the minute you become pregnant, it's not just about you. It's about the growing baby inside. And Mm -hmm. you do want to make sure that you're taking extra care. So I suggest that all women of childbearing age should be taking some sort of a multivitamin supplement now, even before you decide that you want to become pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of studies suggest it's a great idea to make sure you're having enough folic acid about three months before you become pregnant. Mm-hmm. Folic acid has been shown to reduce the risk of neural tube defects, and just by simply taking that extra supplement, you can change the outcome of your pregnancy. Okay. So taking it at least 400 micrograms per day, which is typically the amount you're going to find in a multivitamin supplement. Okay really good idea to start that even three months before you become pregnant. If you did not do that and you find out that you're pregnant, just right away you want to make sure that you start that vitamin. Okay. Um, Are there any... Oh, sorry. Are there any that you recommend or is it just any multi? Truthfully, I think you could take almost any multivitamin. Uh Um, Some people prefer to take a vegetarian multivitamin. You know, in that case, you can go to the health food store and, you know, if you have those considerations... Otherwise, a lot of the multivitamins are manufactured in the same place. Huh. So if you want to take a Centrum one a day, I think that's perfectly fine to do. Uh-huh. You don't need to take like a women's extra mega multi kind of vitamin, which is something that gives you 100% of um, the recommended daily value of all the different nutrients uh-huh. is what you want to look for. Okay. Then once you do find out that you're pregnant, even increasing that folic acid about 600 micrograms per day and that most um, OBGYNs will give you a prescription for a prenatal vitamin and that prenatal vitamin will provide you with enough folic acid to maintain that healthy level throughout your pregnancy. And what would happen if you took, let's say your doctor gives you that prenatal vitamin that has the 600 micrograms per day what would happen if, you know because a lot of people think if 600 is good then 1200 is better? Right. Do you know what I mean? What what could be a drawback of, because I'm sure you get that a lot, but what could be a drawback of taking too much? You know, with anything, and I think not just even with the folic acid, but with any nutrients that you're not nutrients, but any vitamins or minerals, we'll say, that you're taking in, mm-hmm. If you certain vitamins are water-soluble. Mm-hmm. So um, 
But if you take in too much vitamin C, it's just going to go out with your urine. It's right. not going to build up in your body and be harmful. But when you do take other you know, vitamins or minerals that are not water-soluble, the amounts can build up in your system, and sometimes it can lead to more damage for you than for the baby. The okay. one vitamin you do want to be careful of while we're on this topic sure. is vitamin A. Okay. That, if it builds up too high, can actually lead to birth defects. So you oh. do want to be careful not to take in excess amounts of vitamin A. Okay. Um, with folic acid, I don't think it would have that same effect, but it's possible it could cause other health problems for yourself down the road. Gotcha. So you don't want to think if some is, is good and more is better. Mm-hmm. There really is just a limit to how much you should be taking with mm-hmm. a lot of these different nutrients. And that's why I don't recommend that you take these ultra mega multivitamins because then you can start building up almost toxic levels in your bloodstream. Okay. Okay. And, you know, so you find out you're pregnant, you start taking your multivitamin, your folic acid. What about food-wise? Are there foods that you just want to absolutely cut out when you find out that you are pregnant? And and why would you want to cut those out? Okay, yes, there definitely are. A lot of things that you want to be careful with. Um, And a lot of these foods are probably not a great idea to eat even when you're not pregnant. Uh But the problem is because, you, you know, you might have... Um, let's say sushi, for example, so raw fish. Mm-hmm. There's always the potential that the fish could be contaminated with some sort of microorganism that can cause a foodborne illness. Mm-hmm. When you're not pregnant, you're the one that's getting sick. And sometimes these foodborne illnesses can be life threatening. More often than not, you just feel pretty horrible for a few days. Mm-hmm. When you are pregnant, it can actually be life-threatening to the growing baby. So a lot of these different foodborne illnesses can lead to miscarriage. So that's why you do want to be careful. It's not just that, oh, you're going to get sick and not feel well, but you could really have detrimental effects. So you want to be careful with most raw things, raw meat, um, raw chicken. You could have, you know, salmonella, raw eggs, same thing. could be contaminated with salmonella any kind of raw shellfish, raw seafood, even raw milk, raw cheese, raw yogurt. A lot of people are into those kinds of things lately. I feel like that's one of the new ads of having a lot of raw milk items. What, what does that mean, raw milk and raw cheese? What is the difference in regular? Okay. So it's not pasteurized. Okay. And some people feel that you're getting more nutrients out of those foods when they're not pasteurized because they're not being exposed to these high levels of heat. However, there is the risk that they could contain a bacteria called listeria, and listeria can cause a miscarriage. Okay. So I believe that during the time of pregnancy, you just want to be extra careful. Um, You know, that baby's life is very delicate, and you just want to make sure you're doing everything you can to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Some other foods you might not think of, but you do want to be careful of are smoked seafoods. So, like lox or jerky, they can often also be contaminated with listeria. Uh-huh. If you are cooking, let's say, a quiche and it has lox cooked in it, uh-huh. then it's fine to eat. Uh-huh. But on its own, you do want to be careful. Gotcha. Um, and imported soft cheeses may also contain listeria. So if you have like feta cheese or goat cheese that is pasteurized and it's um, a domestic cheese, uh-huh. That would be fine to eat, uh-huh. but sometimes imported cheeses may not be pasteurized, and that's why they could contain listeria. Okay. Um, and then fish. This is another one that gets a little tricky because fish is very healthy. 
the omega-3 fatty acids that you find in certain fish are really important for brain development um, for the baby, and it really does make a difference when you eat those kinds of foods while you're pregnant. However, you do want to watch out for fish that are high in mercury. Okay, and those would be what? Shark, swordfish, um, king mackerel, and tilefish mm-hmm. are really the highest in mercury, and that can be linked to developmental delays. Um, and you mm-hmm. also want to be careful if you're doing any of your own fishing, if the fish has been exposed to any industrial pollutants. So a great thing to do would be to call your local health department or the Environmental Protection Agency and just make sure that if you're fishing you know, in your area that you know which fish are safe to eat. Okay, that makes and, sense. And then the other thing, um, not a food item, but something you do want to we do want to mention is alcohol. Uh huh. So no amount of alcohol has been found to be safe during pregnancy. So some doctors say it's okay to every once in a while have a drink, but we really just don't know what the safe limit is. So I think it's best to just avoid alcohol altogether while you're pregnant, and then after you have the baby, you can celebrate. Right. You can celebrate with a nice bottle of champagne or something. Exactly. Exactly. If you can stay awake. If you could, <laughs> which, which actually brings me to another, another uh, question. What about caffeine? Okay. That's a great one. So caffeine does cross the placenta. And you would notice if you were to have, you know, a few cups of coffee and then go in for an ultrasound, the baby's heart rate would actually be elevated from that caffeine. Hmm. Um, and high levels of caffeine have actually been related to miscarriages. So it's a great idea to avoid that caffeine altogether if you can. If not, it is okay to have one cup of coffee per day while Mm -hmm. you are pregnant. But in the first trimester when the likelihood of miscarriage is greater, Mm -hmm. I think it's a great idea to just cut it out and then just, you know, take that worry off your mind. And then if you decide later that you want to add it back in, one cup of day. One cup of day is fine, but I wouldn't okay. have any more than that. Okay. And here's a crazy question. And, and I, I only ask this because there's got to be somebody out there that's doing this. But what about like, and I know the answer to this, but what about things like Red Bull, energy drinks, things like that? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. I, and I it, it, it sounds like a crazy question, but you know that there are people out there like t- taking Red Bull when they're pregnant or drinking yeah, I don't these think things. you should take Red Bull when you're not pregnant. I agree. But, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say definitely when you're pregnant, you really want to be careful of all these, you know, even things that are labeled as different herbal remedies. Mm-hmm. Some herbs can act like different medicines and you, you don't know how that's going to affect right. the baby. So even sometimes herbal tea. Uh-huh. I would check with your OB before taking okay. large amounts of any herbal anything to or make like sure that, that it's okay. Like that five-hour energy who's like, oh, it's all vitamins. Right? It's all natural. It's all natural. <laughs> so, you know, gulping that down in any part of your pregnancy, not a good idea. Definitely not a good idea. Okay. And a lot of those things also haven't been around for that long, so I'm sure they haven't been tested. Yeah. And it's just not worth the risk. So you really want to stick with drinking mostly water while you're pregnant. Um and avoiding most other things. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. And on that note, Hillary, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what happens as you progress through your pregnancy and and do your nutritional and dietary needs change. So everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Is your marriage in trouble? Are you considering divorce? Hello, I'm Lawrence Bloom, a family law attorney in New York and New Jersey. No one is happier than the day their divorce is final. My firm can help you. We take the nasty out of the divorce process and make people happy. Please call us at 212-964-3502 for a free consultation. That's Lawrence H. Bloom at 212-964-3502. We make people happy. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. I used to drink too much. By most standards, I still do. Gave up smoking years ago, though I'm known to sneak a few. Finally got off of caffeine, except for a cup or two. But I quit falling in love the day I fell in love with you. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. Again, I'm your host, Karen Litzy. I'm joined today by Hillary Irwin, registered dietitian and founder and owner of Simply Beautiful Mom, which you can find on the web at simplybeautifulmom.com. And as a quick side note before we get going again in this segment, the song you just heard was from a friend of mine, Conrad Korsh, and he was just, if you watch the... Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, he was playing on stage with Ron Wood because he is uh, um, the bass player for Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart wasn't there, but the rest of the band was there, so he was playing on stage with them. So congratulations to Conrad. Anyway, um, back to back to nutrition and back to Hillary. So last segment we spoke about what... Nutritional considerations, dietary considerations you want to take before you even get pregnant and when you find out you're pregnant. So, Hillary, let's go into what happens during the pregnancy and are there nutritional or dietary considerations that change as your pregnancy progresses? Yes, and that's a good question. So, when you first find out that you're pregnant, you start taking your multivitamin, um, hopefully cutting out all those foods that we just mentioned in the last segment. Right. Um, great idea to just start a good, healthy eating plan. I think a lot of people think it doesn't really matter what they eat or how much they eat or they just need to eat more, but it really does make a difference because all the nutrients that you take in do go in to help your growing baby. So the first thing to note is in that first trimester, 
um, you really want to look at an increase of about 100 calories per day. Okay. And during the first trimester, we're looking at a weight gain of maybe between two and four pounds. It's not a huge amount of weight to gain. Some people don't gain any weight in the first trimester, and that's okay as well. Um, and 100 calories extra per day is not really the same as eating for two. So it's maybe an extra yogurt per day, an extra piece of fruit. We're looking at just a little bit of added calories to help mm -hmm. with the growing that's going on inside your body. And while there might not be a lot of physical growth in that trimester, there are a lot of organs that are being developed at that time. That's why it's a really delicate time in the pregnancy. And when you do want to be you're really most careful mm -hmm. with the things that you're doing. Um, and then you want to focus on getting in enough calcium. Your calcium needs do increase while you're pregnant, and that's because the baby is developing their bones and their teeth, and it's important for cardiac development. And if you don't take in enough calcium, the baby is actually going to take calcium from your own bones. Oh, okay. Um, and so the, your baby and you may both suffer if there's not enough calcium to right. go around. Right, so you may run the risk of osteopenia, osteoporosis, if you're not taking in enough calcium. Exactly, and what, exactly. And what if you um, are allergic to milk, or what if you can't take in calcium uh, the traditional way via milk, yogurt, things like that? Okay, so there are definitely other food sources of calcium. Sardines are actually a good source of calcium. Um, three ounces of sardines will give you almost the same amount of calcium that you'd find in like a cup of yogurt. Okay. So that's a full serving of calcium. Tofu um, that's made with calcium sulfate, about a half a cup of tofu will also give you almost a full serving of calcium. Okay, so if you're at the store and you're looking at tofu, you want to read the, the label and make sure that it says contains calcium sulfate or made with calcium sulfate? Exactly. Okay. Definitely. You want to read those labels for sure. Um, spinach, about a half a cup of cooked spinach will give you maybe half a serving of calcium. Okay. Salmon, if you eat it with the canned salmon that has little bones in it, uh -huh. um, when you open it up, you will actually see those bones in the can. If you, The bones are really um, soft and they mash up pretty easily. So if you mash those bones up within the salmon, you're, it's not going to be crunchy when you eat it, oh. but you will actually get calcium from those bones if you okay. eat the salmon. And you're not going to get like a bone stuck in your throat or anything? No, like you won't. If you mash it up really well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it mashes up really easily. So uh -huh. that's another you know great way to get in that, that calcium. And if you will, you know, if you're okay with having dairy, you know, a cup of plain milk, a cup of plain yogurt, um, a half a cup of ricotta cheese, all great sources of calcium. Okay. And you want to look at getting about three to four servings per day throughout your pregnancy. Of calcium. Of calcium. Okay. And, and what about taking like just, a calcium chew? Yes. I was going to say, if you find okay. that you just can't do it through food, you just can't get it enough, uh -huh. and taking a calcium supplement is a great idea. Okay. But read the labels. Um, I found that some of those calcium supplements that are like little chocolate chews yes. do contain hydrogenated fats, okay. which drives me crazy because it's a nutritional supplement. You would think they would find a way to make it without that horrible ingredient. Okay. But Tums are a great source of calcium. You huh. could take Citrocal. You could take Caltrate. Um, the Tums have that double effect if you have heartburn or you're feeling a little queasy during your pregnancy. Right. It can help with that. As Two well birds as with one stone. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then in your second and third trimester, we're looking at an increase of about 300 calories. Okay. Because at that point, the baby is actually growing at a much faster rate. So you do want to keep up with that growth rate by taking in enough extra calories. And again, you want to look at those calories coming from good, healthy foods. So you want 
a wide variety of brightly colored fruits and vegetables. You want to make sure that you're getting in a good amount of whole grains, like brown rice or barley or even quinoa, uh -huh. whole grain breads, oatmeal. Make sure you're getting in um, enough protein and iron is actually another nutrient that you want to focus on. Um, your blood volume increases, and by the end of your pregnancy, you'll actually have about a 50% increase blood wow. volume than you did wow. at the start. Uh -huh. So as that blood volume increases, you're going to need more iron in your diet. Right, so, so that you don't become anemic. Exactly. And how could that affect the, the growing baby if you are anemic? So if you are anemic, um, so iron deficient anemia can zap you of energy, uh -huh. but it can also be, has been linked to preterm um, birth and uh -huh. also low birth weight babies. Okay. So it is really important. It's not just about you again, but about that baby. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you get in those extra iron needs, especially during the second and third trimester. That's when your iron needs really do increase. Okay. And if you are anemic at the end of the pregnancy, it's possible that your baby can be born anemic um, and then may need supplements or you may possibly need a blood transfusion. Uh -huh. So in order to avoid all these scary things, yeah. making sure you get enough iron in your diet. Um, and and where, where, so are you saying like eat red meats or how would you get that iron? So you can get that iron many different ways. Definitely like lean red meat is a great source of iron. Uh -huh. um, chicken has some iron, the dark meat more than the white. Okay. Lentils are a great source of iron. Um, edamame, there are a lot of iron fortified cereals out there. So one thing you do want to note is that when you're eating the iron from, like, the beef or the chicken, like a meat source of iron, your uh -huh. body's going to absorb that much better than getting an iron from, like, a fortified cereal or, okay. you know, the lentils or a vegetarian source. So when you are eating that vegetarian source of iron, you want to make sure that you take in a, a source of vitamin C with it. So... In your cereal, you can throw in some strawberries okay. with the lentils. You, know, you can mix in some tomatoes, and that vitamin C will help with that iron absorption. Oh, all right. Great, great. And uh, when you say sort of eating a healthy diet, do you advocate sort of following that food pyramid? I know they kind of changed it, so now it's like a plate or something like that. Is that yeah, right? So like it went from a pyramid to a plate? Exactly. Okay. Now I feel like it's a, sort of a better visual because you can get an idea at each meal of what you're you know your plate should look like right my recommendations are dividing that plate into divide it in half half of that plate should contain fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and then the other half of the plate if you divide that in half again a quarter of it is your protein source and a quarter of it is a whole grain source okay that's easy and then you know you can add in a cup of milk and get in your dairy and that's sort of a good visual to think about right and that makes but, it very very easy yes yeah and you were going to say i heard a butt Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, making sure you get in a variety. That's really yeah. what's most important. So there's okay. no one superfood that's going to guarantee a healthy pregnancy, but you do want to make sure that you get in a variety of different foods so that you're getting in lots of different nutrients. Um, and some studies do suggest that if you get in a lot of great nutrients during pregnancy, it's possible that your baby will be more likely to try different foods, too. That's interesting. They're, they're born, so... Okay. Anything that will help with that. Anything to make it easier, <laughs> right? Okay. Exactly. So, Hillary, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about what happens after you give birth. And also, we're going to touch upon, and this may go fourth and fifth segment, um, people's obsession with not gaining weight during pregnancy. So we're going to talk about that when we get back. So stay tuned. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day.
Hi, this is psychic medium Betsy Cohen, host of the show The Power of Intuition. Join me at TalkingAlternative.com Mondays at 11 a.m. Call in for a free psychic reading. Learn how to tune into your intuition to feel better and to create your optimum life. I'm here to guide you and to assist you in creating the life that you deserve. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, I'm Carol Ward from the Body Mind Wellness Program. Listen to my show for ideas and information to help you live a healthier life in body, mind, and spirit. You'll hear from terrific guests who are experts in the areas of health, wellness, and creativity. So join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on TalkingAlternative.com, professionals serving community. Hi, this is Nancy Tato from Speak Spin Radio. Speak Spin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on Speak Spin Radio. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by founder and owner of Simply Beautiful Mom, Hillary Irwin. Hillary's a registered dietitian. And if anyone has any questions for Hillary, please feel free to call in toll-free at 877-480-4120. So last segment, we talked about what your nutritional and dietary considerations are uh, throughout your pregnancy. So now... You've given birth, so what happens next, Hillary? Okay, well, I think a lot of moms are surprised to see that they still look pregnant after the baby has come out. Yeah, it, that's insane, think, actually. <laughs> because you see all these celebrities, you know, walking out of the hospital, size two, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe a week later they're in a magazine and looking fabulous. Right. But I think it's important for people to know that that's really not the way it works. So yeah. once the baby comes out, your uterus is still... Um, enlarged, and it's going to take a while for that your uterus to contract back to its pre-pregnancy size. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that definitely throws people for a loop and makes you feel a little crazy. But you also have to know with these celebrities, if some of them are losing weight very rapidly post-pregnancy, 
they probably have a whole staff helping them out mm-hmm. um, and chefs and trainers and babysitters and nannies. And, and I bet they're getting sleep at night. And Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> a lot of things that most new moms are not getting. Right. So I think it's definitely important to remember that there are a lot of things going on and that you just created a life. So you need to give yourself a little Respect break that. and yeah. realize that it's going to take some time. Um, but it's still important to eat well even you know, postnatally, because you need a lot of energy to take care of a newborn. Mm -hmm. And I know it's very exciting to bring home a new baby, but it's also very exhausting. So you need all the help you can get and eating well and getting sleep when you can is definitely important. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big advocate of breastfeeding and breastfeeding actually has a lot, a lot of benefits very beneficial for the baby, for the mother. It can actually help with contracting your uterus back to its pre-pregnancy size. Mm-hmm. So that can help get your stomach looking flatter even faster. And breastfeeding actually uses up more calories per day than being pregnant. Wow. So during pregnancy, you need that about extra 300 calories per day. While you're nursing, you're typically burning an extra like 500 calories per day. So, wow. you know, just an added bonus of all the health benefits that you're bringing to the baby. Mm-hmm. Some studies have shown that nursing can also help decrease your risk for breast cancer. And if you are nursing a little baby girl, it can also help decrease her risk for breast cancer as well. So, okay. um, you know, a lot of lot of great benefits to nursing. But some people find that they can't do it, that they're either not producing enough milk, that um, the baby's not latching on properly, they're just not getting enough rest, it's not for them. Mm-hmm. And there are also a lot of great formulas out there. So you don't have to feel like you're doing something wrong if you can't nurse. Okay. Um, but they're just lots of different benefits, you know, definitely to both. You probably get a bit more sleep when you're not nursing, but you might burn a few extra calories when you are. You, you figure out, you know, what's best for you and for your baby. Right. But it is definitely important to continue that good, healthy eating habits. Right. So it's the same after. thing, looking at that plate, dividing it in half. You want to kind of keep that, like you said in the last segment, half of fruits and vegetables, divide the other half and half, and then you have your meat and your whole grain. So you kind of want to keep that going even after definitely. the baby's born. Definitely. Really important. Um, I think it's important for everyone in general, but since we're talking about pregnancy, definitely I think it's important post um post baby and it really I think it'll just make you feel so much better and more you know able to deal with this new baby that you sure. just brought home and what about um, the uptake of folic acid and all that other stuff that we talked about earlier that you need before and during pregnancy do you take a different multivitamin after or can you just continue to take the same vitamin you can continue to take the same vitamin um, you don't need the extra folic acid mm-hmm. the extra iron unless you're anemic um, mm-hmm. The calcium, if you are nursing, extra calcium is definitely recommended. But if you're not nursing, you can cut it back to two or three servings of calcium per day. Okay, versus four to five. Yes, exactly. Well, before I say about even like three to four while you're pregnant and maybe two to three post-pregnancy. Okay. Um, And but I think taking that multivitamin still is a great idea because when you're nursing, you definitely need those extra nutrients. And even if you're not... You might just be too exhausted to always focus on your own diet. So that at least is kind of an insurance policy that you're sure. getting in some basics okay. right after the baby's born. Okay. And and let's talk about over the weekend I was reading through an Us Weekly magazine. And there is an article um, by Snooky 
who said, as the whole world knows, she is pregnant. And she was saying her doctor recommended her to gain 25 to 30 pounds, which I, I believe is normal, correct? Yes. Okay. And she said, well, you know, well, the doctor said that that's normal. I hope to only gain 15. And I feel like not only do celebrities do this, but I feel like it's kind of a growing trend among newly pregnant women is to do their hardest not to gain weight. So how is this dangerous? Why is this dangerous? Yes, it's dangerous and scary, and I think it is. It's definitely affecting a lot of women. And I think the fact that we have so many of these celebrity magazines and see all these celebrities, you know, looking maybe perfect or, you know, not even real during during their pregnancy or right. someone like Snooki, not the most reliable source, but saying... <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's, she's obviously not the most reliable source, but yet it's a two-page spread in a magazine. People are going to read this and they're going to say, wow, yeah, then that's all I'm going to gain, too. Exactly. And, you know, it's estimated that about 20% of pregnant women don't gain enough weight during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And when you don't gain enough weight during pregnancy, it can actually lead premature delivery and low birth weight and that could have long-term health problems for the baby sure um things like cerebral palsy things like that exactly. and they don't what know yet all the all the different things that could happen but mm-hmm. it, you know it could definitely be dangerous and you know pregnancy is not a time to be dieting it's a time to you know have a healthy diet and eat a well-balanced diet but i think a lot of this started too there were a lot of people I think used to gain too much weight during pregnancy mm-hmm. and that can also have problems for the baby you can have um, a baby that's born too big and that could be mm-hmm. dangerous for the mother mm-hmm. it can also be dangerous for the baby increased risks of being obese later in life right. increased risks of diabetes and then I think people hear like oh you don't want to gain too much weight and they take that again to the extreme right. of not gaining enough weight right. but I think here it's a good time to even point out where the weight goes when you're pregnant. Okay. Because yeah. I know people think, oh, the baby's going to be about eight pounds, so why should I have to gain more than that? Right. But there's a lot of other stuff going on. So in general, this is not, you know, maybe not the exact numbers for every woman, but I think mm-hmm. this is a good average, that when your blood supply increases, that's about a four-pound increase um, of just blood supply. Okay. And that's the kind of thing that you'll notice right after you have the baby would probably be getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom a million times, much mm. like you did while you were pregnant, and that's losing a lot of that extra um, fluid that's in uh-huh. your system. So you can expect about four pounds of blood volume. Um, your breast also will increase during pregnancy, sure. and that could be about a two or three pound increase from okay. breast tissue. The amniotic fluid that surrounds the baby is another two or three pounds. Your placenta weighs another two or three pounds. So we're up to 13 pounds already. Plus yes, baby, and that's, that's 21. <laughs> There's no baby yet. And, yeah, and we haven't um, even taken consideration the baby. So let's say you yeah. add in a 7 to 9-pound baby, you're up to 20 to 23 pounds. Exactly. And that's not even including any extra fat stores. Sure. And, it, you know, an average of like 5 to 9 extra fat stores for delivery and for breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, and also with your uterus increasing, there's extra weight to that, and that mm-hmm. could be between 2 and 5 pounds. Okay. So that's where I'm at 25 to 30 So there we are. We're at 25 to 30 pounds. Perfect. Yes, exactly. So it's important, I think, for women to know that the weight increase is coming from all these different areas. And they're not, not just, just getting fat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's important to have that, you know, you need a little bit of that extra fat on you as well, mm-hmm. but we're looking at between, you know, 5 and 10 pounds of extra body fat, not... Okay. It doesn't mean gain, you know, 75 pounds when you're right, pregnant, right. but it also doesn't mean 
only gain only gain 18 to literally literally try not to gain weight yes yeah because when you try not you're definitely going to be missing out on a lot of important nutrients Mm -hmm. for that baby and i think you also have to think about that once you have children you know, obviously not as a newborn, but as they get older, they're going to start looking at your different eating habits. Mm-hmm. And if you're already starting this type of eating while you're pregnant, you can only imagine how it's going to be, you know, post-baby. Right. And your children are going to be watching you eat. So you want to make sure that you continue those good, healthy eating habits so that your children will be able to have healthy eating habits Abs- as they get older. Absolutely. And on that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come up, we'll wrap things up and maybe talk one or two pregnancy myths. So everyone stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183 That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by registered dietitian Hillary Irwin. And uh, I also asked Hillary before the show to give me some common nutritional myths. I'm going to go through three of them quickly because I think we already covered them. Hillary, you can let me know. But one was, I'm eating for two so I can eat twice as much. I think we covered that, and that is not true. Uh, to be, uh, food cravings indicate nutritional deficiencies. And as Hillary said, you just want to eat a healthy, balanced diet. And I'm avoiding all seafood while I'm pregnant, pregnant due to toxic mercury levels. And again, Hillary certainly covered that in detail. So Hillary, the other 
common nutritional myth during and after pregnancy, and, and I'll have you talk about this for a few minutes. To be safe, I'm going to avoid exercise when pregnant. <laughs> Actually, the opposite. You're much better off exercising throughout your pregnancy unless your doctor has put you on bed rest mm-hmm. for some other medical complication. But mm-hmm. if that's not the case, exercise is really a big plus for both you and your baby. So it can help you just feel better, relieve your back aches, improve your posture, strengthen and tone all those muscles in your back and your butt and your thighs that are helping mm-hmm. you carry around this little baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it can actually help to reduce constipation um, by accelerating movement in your intestines, which mm-hmm. is a common complication during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And it can also help to prevent wear and tear on your joints, which become loosened during pregnancy yep. during due to the hormonal changes. Mm-hmm. And um, it can also help you sleep better by just relieving the stress and sure. anxiety that you might feel right. and, and keep you up at night. And can it also help during the birthing process as well? Obviously, definitely. unless you get a C-section, but, you know. <laughs> then I can't help you. <laughs> but um, it can definitely help prepare you and your body for birth. Those strong muscles and, like, a fit heart can really yeah. greatly ease labor and delivery. It help you just gain control over your breathing and help you manage the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do have a lengthy labor, it can help to increase your endurance as sure. well. Sure. So definitely important. And you also just look better, too, when you're exercising. You're not just, and I don't mean by looking thinner because that's not our goal in pregnancy, but exercise helps to increase that blood flow to your skin, gives you that good, healthy glow. And I think you just feel better when you're working out yes. and then it can also help you regain your pre-pregnancy body more quickly sure um, sure you know you'll gain less of that excess fat during pregnancy and if you continue to exercise throughout um, but right after you have the baby you do want to wait that six weeks um, get that clearance from your doctor before right. jumping back into an exercise program of course of course um, you might still be too tired after six weeks but if you're feeling like you want to do something before, then definitely check with your doctor just because, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. And after uh-huh. you've pushed out a baby or if you've had a C-section, which is surgery, you do want to make sure you have that medical clearance. Of course. And so, Hillary, thank you. You've got a It sounds like you have a dog that has to go know, outside right now. No, that's okay. It's so good this whole time. That's okay. He's adorable for everyone. He's a cockapoo, and he's super cute, so we don't mind it at all. So <laughs> Willard's fine in the background. He has his radio debut. He's so proud. <laughs> so, Hillary, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And one more time, uh, give, give us your info where people can find you and uh, the best ways to reach you. Okay, great. So you can find me on simplybeautifulmom.com. You can also check out my Facebook page, Simply Beautiful Mom. And on that page, I have lots of delicious um, recipes for kids, for families, a lot of great nutrition facts. So if you ever have any recipes you want to learn, mm-hmm. write me a note on the Facebook page. And if you want to do a nutrition session, I'm always available either in New Jersey or on the phone or over the computer. Great. And so, again, that's simplybeautifulmom.com. Hillary, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Good. Uh, Great. And again, next week, um, be sure to tune in. Continuation of Mommy Month. I'll be interviewing Ting Ting Kuo. She is a physical therapist and women's health specialist. And we'll be talking about common problems that happen during your pregnancy and after pregnancy and how physical therapy can help. So be sure to tune in for that. In the meantime, stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. (laughs) 
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. How's your game? Want to improve your performance, focus, and motivation? Then you need Aspire Athletic Consulting. Stop second-guessing yourself. Move your game to the next level. Bring back the fun of the sport. Help your child build confidence and self-esteem through sports. Contact Dale at Aspire Athletic Consulting for a free 15-minute power session to get unstuck today. Your greatest athletic performance is just a phone call away at 801-604-0294 or visit aspireconsulting.vpweb. Motivational coaching for athletic excellence. Aspire to greatness. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Looking to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright but still haven't found the one? Want to make your current relationship as fulfilling as possible? Then tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. for Love in the Afternoon with Marnie Gallison. As a professional matchmaker, I've seen it all. With distinguished authors, industry gurus, and experts on everything from wine to fashion, join us as we discuss dating, relationships, and more on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you fed up with Talking Points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin, ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter. Talkingalternative.com. 